warning. What you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 movie lovers. Welcome back to the Trash Heap Podcast, uh, the show that sets out to prove once and for all that there are no garbage movies, only garbage opinions. Uh, this is Keith. That's Elliot. Hi, it's me, Elliot. And we're here on the front line uh, in the good fight against Rotten Tomatoes, talking about movies we love and making sure that the world stays safe for all kinds of wacky and weird cinema. How's it going, Elliot? Mm, I'm a little hungover. Ew. What kind of poison did you consume? Alcohol. Tenafly Viper? Yeah, Tenafly Viper. The fictional alcohol from... Street Trash? Street Trash. Yeah, no, I didn't melt into a toilet, so... Oh, that's good. That's real good. So I'm doing okay, though. I'm recovering. That's awesome to hear. We need you back at full strength. You're going to get about 80%. That's pretty good. 80%. That's more than most people can give on any given day. So, All right. Well, we'll then there it. we go. Let's do it. What's our show today, Keith? Well, uh, we're right here in the dead center blast radius of summer, the mm-hmm. summertime season. So I wanted to, before the summer comes to a close, talk about summer camp movies. Now, don't kids normally go to summer camp at the beginning of summer? How does that work? I don't know. Have you ever been to summer camp? Well, I went to a camp one time for two and a half days precisely. Uh And in that time, we did almost nothing. But what time time of the summer did you go? I don't remember. My memories are spotty at best. I've never been to camp. Yeah. I I think it's traditionally a Midwest or an East Coast uh-huh. Type deal. Like they don't have as many over here? I don't believe so. I always wanted to go to summer camp. Yeah. I worked uh, at a summer camp, a summer believe camp? it or not. As a yeah. counselor? No, I worked in the kitchen. I was oh. responsible for feeding children and meeting health code certifications. Did you and... Did you live at the camp during that time? I did not. I lived at home. So you drove to the camp, then yes. left and went home. Exactly. Were there any cooks there who did live at the camp at no, there were counselors, and most of the counselors came from all over the world. Some were from Australia, New Zealand, England. What kind of summer camp was this? YMCA. Are you oh. familiar with the Young Men's Christian Association? Familiar, yeah. So why, why? I didn't see any Bibles, but that's just what the why, letters stand why for. Why did uh, the counselors come from all over the world? Why I'm they just not get, sure. Why did they just get local counselors? They all, the only reason I knew that is because they used local slang and terminology. Okay. Like uh, somebody would come by and say, hey, how are you going, Keith? Bonnie of a day, isn't it? Things like that. Was and just and one, then I would just hand out free popsicles. Was there just one like Australian guy and then everyone else was just from the neighborhood? I think maybe it was either there was one Australian guy, and I'm just misremembering, or... It was an entire crew of actors who decided that they would turn the entire summer into like acting camp. Oh, and so they it all wasn't, chose characters. It wasn't even straight, even Australian at all. Yeah, they're just, just workshopping characters. They're working it out for whatever, whatever diabolical purposes. So then, changing the subject slightly, still saying on summer camps. What is? What are we going to do today? I mean, we're, we told everyone we're going to talk about summer camp. Yeah, I what think it, we should uh, count down some of the great summer camp movies of all time. So like our top five or top ten yeah, summer maybe camp movies. 
and maybe we'll spotlight some of the maybe uh, forgotten ones or the underrated ones because we all know some great summer camp movies like Predator. Yeah, like Predator when the the famed crew of Boy Scouts go into the South American jungle just right. to complete their merit badge exercise. Yeah, Arch- the archery, alien hunter, archery merit badge. Yes. Uh, survival skills you know like firing a submachine gun with one arm merit badge making snares to you know entrap yes small prey or killing a boar with your bare hands merit badge yeah is there other one-liner merit badges carrying your friend out of the jungle in a body bag merit badge Mm -hmm. oh lifting up a uh, pickup truck and pushing it down a hill with c4 explosives inside in order to raid an enemy village i think that yeah i think that's all of them i think that's all the merit badges yeah those are the some of the better ones and they got and they got all of them i believe so So, they collected nearly all of them that's cool what a time to be alive so then what's your uh, what would be your uh we all know of some of the more famous summer camp movies obviously there these are movies set in summer camp and they they inspire within us all these feelings of adventure and bonding and learning and growing and even you know sexuality yeah i would i would say it's it was definitely summer camp movies or just like uh uh you know like a tv show where they have a summer camp episode yeah where they sent the kids to summer camp those were the one those were those things that i think that always made me want to go to summer camp even though i never did yeah oh yeah and everybody got to wear a uh, a ringer tee which is that would seem to be the, oh yeah, the, not, yeah not a uniform but yeah. it's kind of the uh, accepted fashion it's also odd that that's how you knew the, someone the, was those, a camp that the movies and tv shows made me want to go to summer camp because almost exclusively something bad was happening at camp or like, were they running well, away from something at home i mean like on uh they go to on simpsons they go to camp crusty yes and it's awful Wesley on Mr. Belvedere goes to camp and he gets molested Mr. Belvedere yeah do you remember that show yeah that's out of, to, that's out of yeah, he goes to camp and like the camp counselor like touches him. Does he? Yeah, oh, a very special episode. Of yeah, it was, a, it was a very special episode. Pretty much, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth movies, kids are getting killed. Yeah, a handful of the Friday the Thirteenth. Pretty 13th much movies. exclusively in camp movies, bad shit happens to yeah, kids. Sleep away camp. Sleep away camp. Still wanted to go. Yeah, still looked like a good time. Wet, hot American summer. Mm-hmm. Good for the counselors, bad for the kids. Oh yeah, a lot of kids died. Yeah. A lot of kids died in at that the one. hands of those counselors. Yeah. So what? So do you have a? Do you have a one that you really like? One of your favorites that maybe people don't know about? Well, gosh, I mean, you know, obviously the criteria. Oh, is... wait, let me interrupt you. What's up with day camp? Day camp. I'd see, I've I don't never. Know about I've that. never. You've heard of it, right? I've. I'm familiar with the phrase. I've never understood it because you. It's like apparently you go to camp during the day and then come home and sleep at your own home, but it's like school by, by definition. It sounds like it can't be camp because there's no camping or a work study. Yes, yeah. the sleepover, the sleeping in the woods. That's to me what makes that, that what makes it camp. Makes it camp. Otherwise, it's just like yeah, like learning school, survival skills. It's either like going to school or having a picnic. It's like if you had a picnic at the park and your dad said, "Oh, we went camping because you had." Oh, I'd call dad a liar. You say you lying, stupid dad. Yeah, shut up. So what's the deal with summer with a day camp? I don't know. I've never, I've never been to it either. I've never been to that one, but I'm not. I've never heard of anyone going to it. I know it, some people it, who have gone, and I've asked them, I've asked them, how does it camp? And they haven't really been able to give me a real answer. They just say, it's camp. It's camp. That's what it is. You do camp stuff. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's just a cover story. Could be. Perhaps it's some kind of government training or brainwashing program, yeah. like MK Ultra. That's what it was called? MK Ultra, the name of a government program to use people and subject them to a 
different things in order to unleash psychic powers. Now, what if day camp is the, that kind of a scenario? Like creating like... Like it creates an army of super soldiers. Or is it just... Like a Captain America type. Or is it just creating kids who are really good at camp activities? Yes. So then they can send them to an actual camp where then the two rival camps compete. Oh, you know? well, yeah. What if it's a, a race to create the a perfect like super camp counselor? Right. You know, and then those, those those they compete against the rival camp and blow them out of the water every time. Yeah. And then you, whenever you talk to anyone, they have no memories of day camp because that's been part of their mental conditioning. Oh, yeah. Right? That makes they sense. have no memory of that it. That makes sense. When you were in the kitchen at day camp, or not day I camp, was not at day camp. regular camp, when you work in the kitchen, did you ever make chili? Negative. And that's it was, a, typically noodle dishes macaroni and cheese spaghetti things of those this seem type. like camp foods but chili seems like a camp food too don't you think yeah pour it over some cornbread i have a pot of chili cooking right now yeah i think we kept um the meat to a minimum it uh-huh. was uh typically just beef and chicken no beans i think they wanted to just eliminate any type of bathroom accidents or situations right. out in the no beans in the camp. forest no baked and beans? in the camp oh possibly but you, but okay. My memory's hazy on. I don't know. Beans. I feel I feel like uh, mac and cheese could create some bathroom issues too. It could if the kids are uh, you know lactose intolerant, can't handle their I mean, cheese, or it's just like too much cheese. Yeah, I've had some issues. Kind of all cheese diet. So would you when we would do would mac and cheese be a side or would it be like this is your entire dinner, kids? Mac and cheese. You know I'm not sure because I didn't serve it. I was responsible for. Just loading up the uh, so you loading just, up the pans. You just made someone the, else took you made it out the food and, served and you're it. just like, I wash my hands of this. Yeah, like, whatever was, happens happens. It was like a closed location, right behind the sort of the wall. You didn't eat any of the food yourself. No, just the free popsicles. That's I was it? on an all popsicle diet. Huh. So you'd be done. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm well, gonna... now I would go home and eat real food. But what about like when your lunch break? No, just no. popsicles. So, hmm, ice cream. Explains a lot about you. Maybe a hot dog or two if that was going on. Did you make hot dogs? That was rare. That was rare? I yeah, that like was that a special... A, I feel like that would be a common Special one. occasion. Huh. Interesting. You did that all summer? One year? Yeah, for a time. How long is it? How long... Did I had a camp t-shirt. My staff yeah. t-shirt. It looked like the college shirt from Animal House. Uh-huh. But it said... It said the name of the camp. Oh. Uh, Cole... Car... I don't remember, but so it's inserted with a C, and it was the name of the camp. So when you send kids to camp, like how long are they gone for? Is it like is it a few weeks? One or? week. It's one week. That's it. Five days. That's it. That's all it is. That's that's how long Five camp days. lasts. Can it's you not, believe it? It's not the entire summer. It's not the entire summer. Why are kids always being like, "Oh no, I want to come home," writing letters to their parents if they're only gone for a week? Yeah, typically you, you get the sense that camp lasts for three weeks or four weeks or at a time possibly the entire summer yeah three you know, months like kids yeah, come back with side, summer away get back come back with sideburns right and, they have you know, a whole new identity and you know look. you know they, they pumped Ra- rounded off john lennon sunglasses yeah there's maybe? like a different person when they come back from camp yeah who but are who they changes that much in a week so would, i mean i guess if you time it just right so would kids go would kids go there for a week and then leave and then you get a new batch of kids yes uh, fresh fresh kids come through you think i could do this it was so fresh, in fact, I had this gimmick where we would all come out at the end of dinner, the entire kitchen staff, and we would sort of get a round of applause mm-hmm. so the kids, you know, learn respect for the people preparing their food and mm-hmm. understand all the hard work that goes into it. And we had these very flimsy, disposable aprons, and I would take mine and I would tear it open like Hulk Hogan and pose. Yeah. Do like throw a double bicep or one of these types of uh-huh. moves. 
uh, just to show off my muscularity. That, that got you vascularity. Res- that got you respect from the yeah, kids. Yeah, like that got me extra cheers from really. My people were like, you were like, you were like the favorite of the cooks. They thought, wow, this guy's got charisma. He's uh-huh. got a great look, a great physique. His tan is flawless did, from top to did bottom. You be, did you befriend any like depressed like loser campers? No, definitely one? not. Like, no I wasn't allowed to talk to the kids. Oh, you're just allowed to show them your body? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was allowed very, to pose. That's very bizarre that you couldn't talk to the children, but you could show off your body to them. Yeah, they could what, see my biceps, but of, not hear my of, voice. What kind of camp was this? A YMCA this, camp? Was this like the, the Young Men's was this, Christian was this, Association? Was this like the Melvin, Mr. Belvedere camp? It was not. So when, would you just then recycle, since the kids are only there for a week, would you just recycle the same dishes every week? Like, Monday we had this. Essentially. Tuesday, the menu was not very And deep. they never know. Did you ever make meatloaf at camp? No meatloaf. God, that sounds this. That's really no disappointing. Loaf. No loaf. No no loaf of any kind. There was bread loaves. I mean, I mean, like when it's bread had, was allowed. I'm talking about when other foods. No are, zucchini bread. I'm talking about when other foods are crammed into a loaf. No salmon shape. loaf. No salmon loaf. No moose. Wouldn't mm. a moose be nice at camp? Can you imagine as a child going to camp and discovering moose, like a chocolate moose for the first time? Oh, I was thinking. I thought you were talking about like eating. Like the animal. No, there was no moose, no moose available. Moose Northern exposure may have given people the wrong idea about the Pacific Northwest, from no. which where we're broadcasting and where this camp is located. Did you know that if you are from America, you're only allowed to hunt one moose? Your life, you can only get one a, lifetime moose you kill. You can get a tag. This is what I've been told. Well, did, did they punch that out on your driver's license, right? Something like that, yeah. But if you're from Canada, you stamp your passport. Canada, you can get. Tons of you just like right in Canada. It's a merit badge. Yeah, it's like it's like go get some moose. Yeah, no one cares. That's I think I'm, the more moose you kill, the more sort of perks you unlock. Yeah, like high society types killed hundreds, thousands of moose. Oh really? I have, believe so. Have you ever had, if I understand Canadian culture, have you ever eaten moose? I have not. Neither have I. I'm terrified of a moose. Honestly. They're big. They're an intimidating. Have you ever creature. seen one in person? I wouldn't want a moose to know. Or you know, be able to smell my fear, yeah. of which I'm sure I would project a lot. Yeah, having eaten a moose previously. Yeah, and and feeling that that sort of pressure. Yeah, have you ever have you ever seen one in person? Yes, they're gigantic. Yeah, they're massive. I mean, you see the heads and like stuff and like. Yeah, they're absurdly in, in like large. a sporting goods store, but then but then it looks big. But then you see the actual thing, and it's like that's it's impossible. It's almost big. the size. It's, it's like om- a dinosaur. It's almost the size of an elephant, just more slender. I can't believe they didn't get called land monsters when they were discovered. That's what I would have called Somebody them. Somebody really dropped the ball on the, yeah. the old name scale. I'm sorry. I feel like I interrupted, though, because you were about to talk about it. Yeah, we t- we're going to talk about some of the more underrated and interesting and exciting summer camp movies. Right. Some focus on children. Other children. focused on adults. Adults. There are all these unique perspectives on camp, you see. Right. Because everyone's experience is when different. When you say adults, you just mean like the counselors? I mean, um, even... Going so far as, you know, teen counselors, yes, right. and then administrators. Sure, yeah. And uh, even maybe the rich uh, summer camp tycoons who own and operate the right, camps. Right, yeah, yeah. Because that funding has to come from somewhere. Sure. And I don't believe it comes from the government. I yeah. don't think the government, yeah, state or federal, has any responsibility to fund camps. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, go ahead and... Uh... I'm sorry, like, like I said, I cut you off earlier. Go ahead and... Yeah, I mean, the summer camp is such an interesting... Oh, hold on a second. Can you hold that for just for a minute? I have to go check my chili. Yeah. Just... Okay, I'm going to check my chili. Yeah, one Will second. you put in a commercial about... Yeah, let's see if I can find a like, commercial like, for... Like Mali chili or stag chili or something. Yeah. Just insert that. Cut out all the stuff I'm talking about. 
Or even beans. I don't even know what else even know that I was making. Meat stew. Yeah, just I'm gonna go check it, okay? I will be back right after these messages. Chili's cooking fine. Um, oh, good to know. And we're back. What's your? What are some of your favorite chili recipes? I know you didn't make it at camp, but have you made chili in your life? I don't know anything about recipes mm-hmm. that you're talking about, but I do know that there's all kinds of great brands of chili. Uh-huh. Uh, Nally chili. So you like you just go and buy chili. Well, that's great. Uh, you pour it over some rice uh-huh. and uh, you know get some. Uh, What's your favorite? Is, is Nally your favorite? No. No. What's your no, favorite? That's brand? just entry level. Yeah. Well, you've got uh, Amy's chili. Right, right. Yeah. That's an acquired taste. It's kind of pasty. You've got uh, Stag. Uh huh. They've got a lot of varieties and and flavors. Uh, their Dynamite Hot is definitely one of my favorite. Hmm. I don't know if I've had that one. Have you ever gone to a chili cookoff and tried to pass off store bought chili as your own chili? Negative. I would never be so brazen and have such hubris as to go to a chili cook-off i have competed in two chili cook-offs and i've won both now how did you get connected with the chili community uh you know just people heard about my chili and they wanted to try it i don't really know these weren't like official chili cook-offs these were just like in someone's backyard or something people brought oh, so neighborhood chili comp- yeah it was like, like an underground chili fight yeah club. it was like a neighborhood chili cook-off you know like there was like somebody was like oh i'm gonna invite all these people over have some people cook chili we'll have a chili cook-off what's the first rule of chili club well that's that's see that's where it gets complicated because some people insist that chili can't have beans in it it's not really chili if it has beans in it and some people are like put the beans in there i'd argue that most chili has beans in it most chili does but it's, it's kind of regional i think some places you go to you can't put beans it has to be all meat and, and then like chili sauces and crap and flavors has anyone ever tried to recreate the chili recipe from texas chainsaw massacre part two with the humans yes like actually that you're aware of like actually, like you think just like oh, this is what this is the recipe you use sans humans with like using like a pork substitute or something. But this is the spices and all that stuff is the screen same. accurate mock recipe. Whatever I, has anybody I, attempted? I'm it? sure if we if we looked it up, we could find a recipe for Texas Change. You know, because they make all those stupid books that are like movie recipe books or eat what you watch type of thing like you know like they'll have like the hobbit cookbook yeah and here's the clam chowder from the password scene in ace ventura pet detective right something something like that so i'm sure that exists out there and they'll have i bet you can put like a fake hand like a plastic hand sticking out of the chili oh i don't want any plastic in my chili well i mean it's it's a it's food grade plastic you know like i see it's bpa free for sure Interesting. And you stick that in there, so people are like, oh, ha, 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 it's humans, but you just use some other type of ground meat in it. But I have, like I said before, I've won two separate chili cook-offs. One wasn't all meat chili. I didn't put any beans in it. Huh. I made a chili verde, no beans. The other ones had beans in it, and someone dared me. They told me that I couldn't win a chili cook-off if I made a vegetarian chili, which I wasn't going to do, but they dared me to make a vegetarian chili, and I said I could do, I could win with a vegetarian chili, and I did. And how did it end? Well, with me winning. Like, it, there was people... So you won with the vegetarian chili, despite the fact that you were told that would be an impossibility. Right. Someone, I think someone said you could, no one could win with a vegetarian chili, and I said I could. And you thought that... You think maybe that was some kind of a saboteur? I they were just playing mind games? I thought... No, it, was, it wasn't even someone I was competing against. It was just somebody who was like, didn't think it was possible. Hmm. And I was like, I can do it. 
And then I rolled in with the with my chili, and I'm talking to the other chili makers, and they're like, "Oh, what kind of chili did you make?" And I said, well, "I made this vegetarian chili." And they're like, "Oh, you're gonna lose. My chili has like fucking bacon and ground beef and shit in it." And I was like, "Not worried, not worried." I think bacon is a crutch. It honestly. is. People put bacon in the shit because they're like, "Well, this is." I, I think don't, they I, just don't know what else to put. Right? They don't know. Like, I'm not saying I don't like bacon, or sometimes it's good in things, but people often add it as like. This is how I'll win for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, it's a strong advantage yeah, in the world of chili. This will be a hit if I put bacon on it, you know? You see all these recipes for stuff where it's like just a regular thing with bacon added to it, and that's the, that's supposed that's supposed to be the recipe is adding bacon to something that already exists. Not into it. Yeah, it's not true innovation. No. Just throwing pork products in the, in the pot. Should we have our own chili cook-off? Not between you and me, but where we have our listeners mail us chili they've made and then we can sample their chilies and i'd rather not that kind of leaves me vulnerable to some kind of a poison attack you think you think that someone would try and kill us who knows are you are you just worried about the food being in the danger danger zone for too long i'm sure there's plenty of people who wouldn't mind having us out of the way we could feed the chili to like a rat first yeah some kind of a lab rat yeah to see if it's and that is if it would kill the rat my only concern is that through this sort of chili conditioning, the rat will grow uh, a superhuman palate and taste for chili. Right. And then eventually go on to dominate the entire chili cook-off scene for the next hundred years. What's the problem with that? You have this You have this rat mixing up bowls of chili. Sounds, well, and then that sounds some, fucking adorable to me. And then someone's going to want the rat out of the way for sure. Uh-huh. And then here comes another round of poison chili. But do you think after the rat has consumed so much of the poison, it would just become conditioned to it? Like it would, at worst, it would get like a like a nasty hangover? No, I think they'll develop some kind of rat-specific poison. A, a rat poison, if you will. That, that, that's not already on the market? I don't know. Not Maybe not uh, one that uh, bonds with chili perfectly. That's true. There's probably just like random. At the atomic you know, level. Yeah, exactly. Where you can actually fuse it 100% with the chili molecules. Okay, well... I'm so I'm not I I want to let's put this idea on the back burner. I'm not I'm not uh completely convinced that we shouldn't do it. Yeah, we'll throw it to the listeners and see uh what they think. Yeah, if we'll, you guys we'll want us, a poll. If you guys want us to eat your chili and have some way to verify that your chili isn't poison, like if there's some maybe there's a third party uh group we can go through to test the chili. You know, like a lab or something that will tell us the you know the, the chemical compound of it's each batch. Kind of a chili association, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Governing body. I mean, I feel like this has to exist somewhere because, you, like you said, in the dangerous worlds of chili cookoffs, you know, the judges themselves are at threat too. Because let's say if you've been awarding, uh, the chili award to this to this guy, let's say Bill the chili maker, right? Well, as a rival, a rival to Bill, you could have two options: you could kill Bill. You know, like you could poison Bill, but that seems a little too obvious. What if you took out the judges? You know, put your own judges in place. Yeah, if there's no one to judge the chili, then there can be no winner. That's right. Or you just get you get, or you just like pull some strings because your like your dad is one of the judges. Have him change his name so it doesn't look like there's any nepotism going on. Yeah. Boom. He, he your chili wins. It's that simple. So yeah, I think we. I think there. I think there has to be some sort of third party chili tester like chemical tester make you know for these type of uh, a chili coalition yeah exactly i'm I'm surprised you never encountered any of them oh that's right because you didn't make chili at camp no my chili travels have been very limited because i just feel like you're you're feeding so many kids and they won't even let you talk to them i feel like they'd they'd be testing the food to make sure no one was poisoning it right 
Was there was there anyone that did that? I don't think camp? anyone was concerned about poison. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. I completely de- derailed what you were saying again. Just to be clear, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, right? Uh, it's not a summer camp movie. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, there's there's a bus on in the movie, right? No, there is. There's no bus. Yes, there's a bus in the movie. There's a there's a school there's a bus. bus in the movie. What takes? Yeah, remember he he hacks up all those people. Right outside of the bus, what I take? What, I don't think so. What takes kids to summer camp? It's a bus, right? There's that. Argue, you could argue. There's that weird compound they live in, you know. Yeah, there's no children in it. Well, I mean, this could be the the off hours, you know. How come we haven't seen that movie? What happens at summer camp when the kids go away? There's no one at the camp. Well, I mean, there has to be. There has to be somebody. There has to be a groundskeeper, right? A caretaker, a caretaker. If you will. He's having parties. He's making chili. Some cannibalism goes on. Maybe there's some chainsaws involved. I would say this is right up there in what we're talking about of, you know, lesser known or overlooked camp movies. It's not that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is overlooked movie. It's just overlooked for being one of the greatest camp movies ever made. I think you're way off here. I'm not going to allow it on the list. I think it's disqualified. If but pre- It may win uh, in the chili realm, but... Not here in the world of summer camps. How many movies have a chili cook-off? Chili-centric movies? Yeah, I mean, like that's a big portion of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is the chili cook-off that they're going to enter. I think that would take a lot of research to determine because I don't think that that's really a sub-genre that uh, there's people a, are paying attention to. There's a to. lot of untapped potential. Yeah. I mean, anytime the subject of chili cook-offs come up, people seem to be interested, right? I think it happens more in TV shows. Than it does in movies. Like, Agreed. Like there'll be a TV show where there's a chili cook-off happening, you know, and the the everyone like every dad's got his own secret recipe, and one of them's putting extra hot sauce in his neighbors. Yeah, who could forget the you know? Simpsons chili cook-off episode? Right, exactly with the watermelon and sanity peppers. That's right, and, and the uh, the candle wax bit. And yeah, the, uh, it's great. Spirit Quest. So I wish there. Yeah, I wish that. I wish that would make a jump from television to movies where we had more chili cook-off centric movies. I think there's a lot of, you know, drama that could be involved. I mean, like I said, as a part, as a participant of chili cook-offs myself, I know there's a lot of backstabbing. Yeah. Chili creates a lot of conflict. Yeah. It's, there's like, there's prima, there's chili prima donnas, you know, I mean like you, you made that movie. I Tanya about ice skating. Why not make the I Tanya of, Chili cook-offs. I carne. I carne. Yes, yeah. so it would yeah. be a great movie. I'd go see that movie. You know, they could you you could hand out free chili at the theater. Have you ever had the Home Depot chili? No, I don't know if they still do that. It would but you could you could go to a a Home Depot and they've got a little window. You get yourself a cup of chili and some onions. Is it where you got the hot dogs? I believe so. Yeah. I wish it was more like just like a brand of Home Depot chili. When you were like, oh, here's the nail aisle, and, I'm, and I walk past the nails, and now here's the doorknob aisle, and then I walk onto the chili aisle, and they have, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have to be a whole aisle, but at least a section of the aisle where they have cans of their various chilies. That or they what offer. if it was more of a cafe, like in an Ikea, and they're serving the chili? I mean, that's okay. I just want to be able to buy it to go. Got it. I want to, in, in a can. To take in it a, home. In a can so I can And eat. then pass it off as your own at the next chili right, cook-off. Right, right. Which I want to be able to buy it in advance. I don't want to have to buy it day of. You so know? when you talk about nefarious characters and, you know, sinister machinations at a chili cook-off, 
you're a major participant. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying I'm innocent of this. I mean, it's it's a dirty, underhanded world. Uh, people are not playing fair. You know, they're putting bacon in their chili. Just trying to get the upper hand that way rather than, you know, extracting the subtle nuances of the beans, you know, the low, slow simmer, the spices that have been hand ground. The cumin. The cumin. You know, you got to put the cumin yeah. in. And that's not what they're doing. They're just throwing some, a slab of bacon in there, microwaving yeah, it. letting the bacon do all the work. Mi- microwaving it. Yeah. You open up a can of chili, you know, you get that, you get that, you get that slow cooked flavor in a matter of minutes. You know, that's not fair, but it's happening. It's happening left and right. It's like the performance enhancing drugs of the chili cook-off world. It is. Because, you know, have you ever had chili where the beans haven't been cooked enough and they're hard? Nobody likes that. Never. I don't recall ever having that. I've had it. It's not good. Nobody likes that. And But most people aren't willing to take the time to actually slow cook their beans themselves. Soak them overnight. You got to soak them over. Soaking beans? You got to get dried beans. You soak them overnight. You know, that's a real investment of yeah. time and effort. Yeah. Well, it's not that much. You, you just, you know, you can leave them alone. You can just put them in water and walk away. I don't know. You have, you have to, it's, it's got to stay on your mind though. It does have you, to stay on you your over mind. Soak or you under soak. Right. That could make or break. Classic over soaking. You know, it's, I've so, watched so many, uh, chili cook off competitive professional competitors go down from an over soak. Then you've you got know? oatmeal. That's right. Chili. You're right. No, and no one wants to go to an oatmeal cook off. I've been to one. Nobody left happy. Now we're on to the subculture of oatmeal. How often do you have uh, oatmeal in movies where it plays a big factor? I can think of in like the golden child. They put the blood in the oatmeal and then they make the kids eat the oatmeal. Remember that? I think almost never unless you're willing to make the lateral movement into gruel. Gruel? Oh, like, you know, like Oliver Twist style. Yeah. Gruel. What exactly is gruel? I've never I quite. I think it's oatmeal. Is it just oatmeal? They so. just gave it a grosser name. Yeah, it's just like, to remind you that this is a punishment and not something that you should be consuming. Is it like second rate oatmeal? Like, I think so. It's like it's it not, might be made with like shredded newspaper. It's like yeah, it's oatmeal mixed with paper and, of and, and, and glue and dirt. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other movies that feature oatmeal that you can think of? No. No. None. I feel like only where maybe where oatmeal is substituted for vomit, but f- not something where anyone's. Uh, Eating oatmeal. I feel like there's oh, that reminds me of remember that show Salute Your Shorts. I do. That was another camp show that bad shit happened. Made me want to go to camp though. There's an episode where they, uh, Bobby Budnick, and uh, one of the other ones fake being sick, and they mix up chili and oatmeal with toothpaste. Wow, toothpaste. Yeah, and I think they put some corn in there too, and they hold it in their mouth, and then they're like, then they barf. On Ugg's feet are like, oh, we can't go on the hike today because we, we're sick. We can't go on the hike today. Yeah. They're going to go on a hike and they want to try to get out of the hike. Who would want to get out of a hike? These kids sound like cowards I, and weaklings. You know, I don't know. Well, their plan was that they were going to go to the nurse's, nurse's office and just eat ice cream all day. And then they get there and they're like, oh, I'll have Rocky Road. And the nurse goes like, well, this is only for my... Uh, Patients with sore throats, not for ones with indigestion. Yeah, only vomiting. some real heavyweights could uh, eat ice cream. Right, all day. it's like they're like they're not going to let you. Like if you if you've just been barfing, they're not going to put sugar and cream down your gullet and no. your belly to let, so you can barf again. Get out of town, kids. They didn't really plan that one out very well, but it is funny. The you know the oatmeal and chili comes full circle back to camp, just like that. If they're going to spend all day throwing up, they might as well just uh, 
go to a sleepaway camp because they're gonna they're gonna be bedridden for the duration. Did you ever watch? Were you were you were you a kid when you saw a sleepaway camp? How old were you? The first time I've I never been to a sleepaway camp. No, the, when you saw the movie Sleepaway Camp, how old were you the first time? You I saw was it? a grown man. I'm saying by here. the time I same, first same saw here, yeah, sleepaway camp. That's true. I think it's an overrated one, don't you? I don't know about overrated, but uh, not a whole lot of fun to watch. The, the twist, it's the, it's the twist that yeah, that really, gets people yeah. Going. I, I would have loved to have actually been a moviegoer when that movie came out. Yeah, to go in totally blind and fresh. That would be great. And to those of you who don't know, get my socks blown off by that wild ending. For those of you who uh, who are listening who have not seen Sleepaway Camp, I'm just going to ruin it for you. So, spoiler warning: What happens is there's this girl at the camp. She's one of the she's not a counselor. She's just one of the campers, but she's killing everybody. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, this girl's killing everybody!" But then at the end of the movie, she takes her pants off and she's got a dong. So you find out that it was a boy, right? Switched at death. Switched at death during a boating accident right. as a kid. Yeah. yeah. They thought the little girl was saved, but it turns out the little boy had been saved. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of a, a little mix match. Yeah, a bit of a psychosis going on. In it's there. almost like another spoiler. It's like a um, that movie Us, the Jordan Peele movie. It's kind of just like a remake of. Wow, that's a big spoiler of, for us. Well, I mean, like I said, spoiler. We talked about it on the last one. Whatever. Who cares? If you're listening to this, this show, this is more like a spoiler cookoff. It's if you, I said spoiler, you had plenty of time to, to skip ahead, skip ahead. That's what I say. Uh, okay, and once again, I'm sorry. I feel like I diverted this whole conversation of. Yeah, we've been rambling for 30 minutes about chili and chili, oatmeal and all this and, other stuff. Nothing that has to do with actual the camp movies. Um. Go on. I, I I feel bad. You should you should talk about your family. Yeah, so it's interesting you mentioned Sleepaway Camp because there's actually two sequels to that movie. Sleepaway Camp 2 and Sleepaway Camp 3. Are they do they also have a similar twist or is it just what like a lemon twist? Well, are you yeah, we still like, talking about food? I mean, we you could get into the subject of I mean, like when you were at when you were a cook at camp, did you ever Put, I didn't put, kill anybody. Did you did you kill anyone or did you kill them? Did you kill their palates? I had no motives for revenge. Did you kill their palates? There was did also you, no financial gain. Did you make food that was so good that when they left camp, they would never be able to... They'd always be chasing that food dragon. Like They would be begging their parents to send them back to camp, hoping to get a taste of that again. And then when, But then when they came back next year, you were gone. I don't believe so because... Most kids, when they go home, they have things like Doritos, uh-huh. Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. um, maybe a Twinkie. Uh-huh. We had none of those things. No no Twinkies. No delicious snacks or treats. There was no snacks at all? None. So what would kids Maybe keep? the occasional Rice Krispies treat. Oh, Are you home- familiar with those? I'm familiar. Half cereal, half marshmallow. Were they the homemade kind or just the ones that come in a box? And homemade? Little... Yeah, Rice Krispie treats. Have you... Yeah. Yeah, you of know. Of course. Did yeah, you, they would buy. They would bring in Rice Krispies by the truckload, right? And uh, or show mar- marshmallow foam by right. the. And you personally would mix them together. You know, they had to bring that in in a cement mixer, right? Yeah. You got to keep it moving, otherwise it'll right. it'll gum up. But you would you would be the one that would make the crispy treats. Oh no, someone else made them. Whenever I would come in, they'd just be already done. Well, that's what I'm saying. How do you not? How do you know? Because you can buy pre-made Rice Krispie treats. How well, do you... they were in uh, in like baking sheets. Okay. 
So you weren't entrusted with the Rice Krispie Oh, treats. no. I wasn't in the uh, dessert department. Oh. Did you ever eat them? I did not. Oh. No, I only liked the kind made with Fruit Loops. Did, is that, that was a concept so wild that I got laughed right out of I've the never even heard, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, all you do is swap out the Rice Krispies for uh-huh. the Fruit Loops. It's just a different was, kind was of it, cereal. Is that something you enjoyed as a child a lot? It makes it fruitastic. But as a child, was that what your was that like what your oh my household? No. Oh, where'd you have it? My parents didn't have enough money to uh, purchase a Fruit Loops. Did you could you, could you get the knockoff brand? I had to. Well, I had to go to a uh, a baked treat den. Uh huh. In the rough part of town, they had uh-huh. all kinds of sugary treats like that. So they'd have these gourmet kids just eating frosting right out of the can. They had these gourmet sugary treats where they mix up the cereals, and that was in the bad part of town. It wasn't like it was in the rough part of see, town. See, I feel like you'd have the Fruit Loop. Uh, snack treats, Rice Krispie Swaparoo. I feel like that would happen. Like if you got like, you know, like how sometimes in school, the rich kid would be forced to hang out with the poor kid for some reason. You know, like oh fuck, the the poor kid has has to come over to my house because we're working on a class project, or right. my parent is forcing me to be nice to him and play with him because I bullied him. And then you go over, you go over there, and then they'd have. He'd be like, hey, you want this treat? And he goes like, what are those? Those aren't Rice Krispie treats. Like, yeah, it's with Fruit Loops. Yeah, or diamonds. Diamonds. There were def- diamond loops. A little dusting of diamonds yeah, on top. Yeah, delicious diamond yeah. treats. Have you ever eaten a diamond? No. You're, do you think? I'm not in that in- income bracket. I mean, like, I mean, more like an accidental digesting where it's like someone's. I don't believe I've ever even seen a you're, diamond. You're in a, you're in a restaurant and some guy is about to propose to his girlfriend, but he gets nervous and. The waiter bumps into him, and then the, the thing, the diamond ring ends on a food card. And when he runs to grab it, he slams his hands down, and it flips the whole card up. And the diamond launches into the air, and then lands in your soup. Negative. And then you don't even you like you you take a bite, and the guy's got like no, and you're like huh, but it's too late. And then you've swallowed the ring, and then the next scene is just you having you pooping it out, and him washing the and ring, just catching it with kid gloves. Yeah, and then. His fiance finds out that the after she had said yes to marrying him, that the ring had been in your butt. And then when she finds out, she's like, Jeremy, how could you? And then after that, she calls off the wedding and you have to do something like he comes back to you. And some for some reason, you feel obligated to help him out. But like you find a way to help win her back like you like put on. A ski mask and you like mug her like a fake mugging and he comes and like roughs you up. And then so she feels, so she feels attracted to him again. Like, oh, maybe you're not so bad. But then she found out that you guys were in cahoots. So she calls the wedding off again. N- nothing like that's ever happened? No, nothing even remotely close to that. Oddly enough, I have been in the situation more than a few times where an entire family of children had been shrunk down to nearly microscopic levels and somehow ended up in my food and as they're on the spoon headed towards my mouth about mm-hmm. to be you know chewed up and digested i could hear their tiny screams and cries for help and i was able to rescue them and get them back to their family you didn't just eat them no that's uh that's not my bag daddy i feel like it would be like the you, had, you have that opportunity you eat the kids there's literally no evidence that you ate the kids sure and even if someone found out you just be like oh it was an accident like they were microscopic well i think that's the difference between you and me is you're always looking for that next thrill. Right. And that, that next uh, rule to break. Right. Meanwhile, I'm about law and order. Oh, see, I'm about me. Uh, I'm the t- preserving I- peace and 
prosperity. I'm the type of guy hope. that goes to a chili cook-off with vegetarian chili just because someone told me that I couldn't do it. Right. You went you to know? ram it down their throat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm going to put to, you know, the only thing that wasn't vegetarian about that chili was the tiny microscopic kids I sprinkled into it. Right. Which and didn't add anything for flavor. It just made me feel good. You know. No, it's just a garnish. Yeah. Yeah. It was like totally, totally super, superfluous, you know, not necessarily just there, you know. Well, I think this has been a great exploration of who we are as people uh-huh. and really clued the audience into what we're all about, respectively. Absolutely. Like, what what would we bring to camp? You know, that's what this show has really been about. Yeah. Not these, about, these things we carry you know, we, inside. We never got to go to summer camp, as you know, at least, at least not as campers. We never got to let our personalities shine there. You know, we didn't get to get tattoos you like leave and get a tattoo, you know, or a brand, a brand, you know, become blood brothers with like yeah. some, with some other kids from different towns, you know, none of that ever happened. But this is, this is like you said, this is the window of what type of kid we would have been at camp, you know? So for everyone who had a lackluster camp experience, next time you think about it, just implant either Keith or myself into your memories thinking about the adventures you would have gone on with us, you know, how that would have changed your life and how different of a person you would have been if you had gone to camp with us. And I assure you, the reward, the mental reward from that will be worth any bad time you had at camp, any permanent, you know, emotional scars that were left on you by the feelings of abandonment by your parents sending you to camp. It will completely reinvent your experience about going to camp for the better and you will become a better person for it. You'll walk away from this going, I now know what I need to do with my life. It might, you might hurt some other people in the process. You're probably, you're probably going to like divorce your wives or husbands, abandoning your kids, but you're going to finally realize the path that you were meant to be on. You're kind of a visionary. I think you're maybe ready to start your own camp. Like a camp or like a cult? I'd argue that there's a lot of overlap there. That's what I'm saying, you know. That's what I'm saying. Call it what you will. Yeah. Like, can we have like like flying saucers? There is no we. This is all you. Well, I mean, I got to have followers, right? Or at least like, you know, toadies. Don't you want to be one of my toadies at this cult camp? I do not. All right, well. I'll remember. I think I've been destined for for greater things and uh good luck with your new camp and your new cult. Thanks. And uh, uh whatever uh, nefarious plans you have to warp the minds of America's youth. You know what's going to be different about my camp and the camp you worked at? We're going to have chili. Camp chili. It might be called Camp Chili. Chili camp. I'm just saying once a week there's going to be chili night. You know, kids are going to be get excited. They're going to have their bring their special spoon like they have a like their own spoon that they brought from home. Like this is my chili eating spoon. I like that you're trying to um, influence me and and lean on me to come aboard by trying yeah. to right the wrong of my past, but unfortunately it's not going to work. Well, I'm just saying like you never provided those kids with chili. Now you can. Right. You think you can save the next generation of kids. Right. By providing them with chili. Right. Chili night once a week, Keith. Is that too much to ask? For some, sure. All right, well. Folks who suffer from indigestion. You make... Heartburn. We all make our own decisions. 
we all go our separate paths. I hope this works out for you, Keith. I'm afraid that it may not, but I wish you the best. That's some kind of reverse psychology. That's definitely not going to work. We'll see. We'll see. You know what? Join the camp. Don't join the camp. Do whatever you want. This camp is, you already are in the camp, is what I'm trying to say. The camp is already here. You're already a part of it. We're all on this one giant summer camp that we call Earth. We're all here. We're the counselors and we're the campers all at once. And we're eating the proverbial bowl of chili that we all consume for nourishment. One giant bowl to feed us all. Well, that's a right pretty speech, sir. However, I'm going to take a canoe across the lake and stop by Camp Countdown real quick so I can count down the trash heaps. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Top, top, top trash camp movies. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Top summer camp movies. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I might be out of time. So, well, that was a, that was a, an informative list, Keith. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I think that wraps it up for uh, the trash heap goes to summer camp. Yeah, um, that's our definitive list of yeah. some of the great summer camp movies of all time. Mm-hmm. If you have any recommendations or chili recipes you want to share chili recipes maybe you don't want to send us the chili in the mail but we'll take the recipes or summer camp movies we might have missed Favorite send us recipes? those in yeah. the mail too why don't you do this why don't you pair, do a matching pair give us your favorite uh, summer camp movie and the best chili recipe that go that matches that movie that's perfect you know it's a great pair. like if you were going to like if your favorite like if your favorite uh, movie was meatballs too maybe it's a meatball chili you know Something like that. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Maybe it's spitball chili. Spitball chili. I need it. If your favorite movie is Summer School. There we go. Perfect. You could argue that Summer School is a summer camp movie. I mean, it's it's definitely as much of a camp movie as Day Camp is Camp. So I'll say that. Precisely. All right. Keith, do you want to get some chili? Yep. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time, the dumpster is closed. Yes. Big steaming bowl of chili.